Shouts out to your granny. Love you always. Want to welcome you to another episode of the Connor's Corner Podcast. It's your boy in the building for the December 3 episode, 3 generation. Uh, little secret about my birthday, being that this is the birthday episode, is that my grandmother's birthday is one week before mine. Well, I should just say seven days before mine, so I always know a week ahead of time, but you know. Her birthday starts my birthday week. Let's just put it like that. So it's been a great one. Family in town. Stack, Jay, Londi. You know what I'm saying? Lotto. We got it in this weekend, man. Uh, This holiday season. Had a great Thanksgiving. All of that, man. But this episode, we're gonna, you know, we're going to do a year in review. But we're going to talk a little bit about sports. LeBron James and the Lakers. Having their ups and downs. Going to talk a little about the Clippers as well out there in L.A. What's going on since they brought James Harden in and that whole fiasco. Man, I actually want to talk about Jack Harlow on uh, It Is What It Is. On uh, episode they, they, they brought Jack Harlow on. It was the most cringy, weird, culture vulture and shit I ever seen. I don't fuck with Jack Harlow. That's all I know. His music might bump every now and then, but dude is weird. And it really was a big show in the generation gap. The generational gap ain't just between men and women. You know what I'm saying? It's a generational gap between men and men as well. And uh, black men and white men as well. So that was an interesting episode. If you get a chance, check out the It Is What It Is uh, episode um, by Cameron and Ed Mace, uh, RSVP Mace on uh, YouTube. Uh, gonna talk a little bit about some red flags that we see out here as guys. Uh, for guys that may not, we gonna put you on game. All right, red flags that we see, in, and just really for me, it's about not wasting your time. You know, sometimes you can want something more than it wants you, and I hate to say it, that's a waste of time. You know what I'm saying? Like one of my partners say, I like thirsty bitches. You know what I'm saying? You gotta damn, you gotta know what wants you back. You know what I'm saying? And that ain't even just with dating. You got to know what wants you back. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's jobs, whether it's friends, whether it's family, whether it's uh, volunteer work. I mean, all these different things that we give ourselves to, man. You got to be careful not to be wasting time giving it in the wrong areas, man. All of that. You know, we're going to have our relationship talk, year in review, all that and more coming up on the Connors Corner Podcast. Chill. Alright, so I just gotta say this about uh shouts out to RSVP Mason, Cam Run, it is what it is, that baby. The hip hop sports show. So they decided to, you know, they got their little guest hosts and everything on every now and then. They got OJ Simpson doing sports, they got Maurice Claret doing college sports, you know, and they had their people chiming in or whatever. So they 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 known to have guests on the show. So they decided to have Jack Harlow on the show. I don't know, sometime in October, November, whatever. Man, it was the most awkward generational gap uh, in hip-hop I ever realized, man. First of all, you should be lucky, Jack Hollow, that the guys, Mace and Cameron, even asked you to be on their show. You, They got so many other people that they could discuss stuff with or talk to that everybody didn't know them know that don't know you. 
you should be honored, because basically they're trying to put you on and expose you to a group of people that don't even know you. So, you should be thankful for that, first of all. But then, on top of that, for you to come on their show and start talking to them in the manner and the tone that you was, and telling them to move on to the topic as if it ain't they show and you a guest on it, like, we didn't come to see you, Jack Harlow. Nobody cares about you. In fact, you probably lost more fans than you gained. They tried to put you on, but they exposed you. <clears throat> talk about what we're going to talk about. Let's move on to the next subject. And Cam started getting a little offended by it and started giving him the business, too, when he started trying to pop off. Mace didn't even know what to do. Mace looked shocked, like... He can't do nothing but laugh everything off. It's like he ain't even want to take it there. But you know, Cameron ain't going to be disrespected in his own spot. You know what I'm saying? Especially by this dude. So if you get a chance, man, you got to go check that out, man. But what it tell me is that this is what happens, man, when hip-hop just spill all over into these other communities. And you don't really know the history, man. You don't really know the true timeline or the real, the, the, the big boy timeline of hip-hop. And you just coming off of one of these, you know, other lines. Yeah, man, he he, he played himself, man. Fuck Jack Harlow. Okay, so in the world of sports, man, what we got going on out here in L.A., man? Y'all got all this talent, two teams, all this talent. Let's start with the Clippers. Y'all got Harden. Paul George, Russ, Kawhi, and Lord knows who else. All L.A. cats back in L.A., Inglewood, balling. Everything was all good till y'all brought Harden back. Then y'all went on this six-game losing streak in November, into October. I mean, November going in, moving. Well, really, all November, hell. Like, what's going on? Ty Lue, why would we bring this guy in if it ain't working out? I don't get it. I ain't going to even steal nobody thunder on that because there's enough people talking about that. But... Not only that, AD and La La Land, man, just let, a, let AD be what he is. He's a soft-spoken guy. He plays the game the way he plays. He into what he into. We all know him. We all seen him. We all been around him. Athletes that are very gifted, but they got, like, a different little personality and vibe about them and a different little way about them. And it probably prevents them from being the dog that they really could be. We see the dog. We see the physical ability, but they never – Turn it on, turn it up, go all out, try hard. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if that's the deal with AD, but he's also part of this new generation. So you never really know what's going on with him social, emotionally. But the main thing I want to talk about here is Michigan. Now, Michigan been painted as the bad guys of college football this year. Accused of sign stealing. They was sign stealing. They had a damn, a damn narco guy on their staff doing all this top secret uh, government level investigations on sidelines trying to get all this intel. I mean, whatever. If they let you do it, do it. You know what I'm saying? You got the resources, do it. So, um, but now they suspended Hardball for the first three games. First he fought it. Then he was like, all right, cool. But really I think they wanted to suspend him longer but the fact that it was only three games left that's what they could give him so if they go to the national championship or the playoff I think he should be allowed to coach but 
y'all really caught up on sign stealing when kids in colleges riding in fucking Rolls Royces and Benzes and getting millions of dollars in NIL and gambling and sign stealing? For real? That's what we want to talk about is fucking side stealing. You got to be kidding me. Like, money under the table, tanking games, betting in college football, NIL influence, backdoor handshakes. I got a feeling there's something deeper going on at Michigan. I just got a feeling, and it's probably going on at other schools, but there's no way this shit just gonna run amok. I was in college football during the the most stringent, gray gloves, no uh, pro socks era of college football. When they tried to bring that shit in is when I went in. And now they doing all this. Like, it's crazy how you could just miss an era, man. But that's what's going on in college football right now. Look like Georgia, O-State, well, Georgia, Michigan, they probably gonna leave old state in the mix somehow too. Uh, Oregon, they trying to keep in the mix somehow. Florida State undefeated, so we're gonna see who could boil it down to be to these last four teams or six teams in the playoff um, for the New Year's Six. But either way it goes, it's gonna be lit. My bet is on Georgia. Georgia Bama gonna be in the SEC uh, championship game. Uh, actually, they played yesterday, so we have a champion as of the time you hear this podcast. But Either way it goes, they're killing me making it about this sign stealing with all the other ridiculous shit is going on in college football. All right, so for my year in review, 2023, we got a couple categories here. Top artists. For me, the top artists of the year probably have to be Killer Mike and maybe Drake. Uh... They was going crazy a little bit this year. Michael, I saw him in New York. I saw Killer Mike in New York perform. I went to the album listening party. Killer Mike was pretty hot this year. Drake dropped two albums, I think, the one with 21 Savage, and then this latest one he dropped. That's going a little crazy. You know, Drake, you know, he can do it all. He do R&B, he do the singing shit, he do the rap shit. That shit be hard when he be on, if you ask me. Uh, my top team, man, I got to give it up to the Georgia Bulldogs, man. Shit, they ain't lost a college football game in I don't know how long. They back-to-back champs, back-to-back jack on that ass. So, uh, got to give it to UGA for the top team. Uh, the top athlete for me this year is LeBron James. Uh, the fact that he's in year 21 doing it at the level he's doing it, he's still putting the fucking team on his back. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, LeBron James, athlete of... 2023 for me and probably the athlete of the century when they put it all down he might be the athlete of the century nobody knew Michael Jordan was coming they told you LeBron James was coming he told you he was coming and then he came and delivered for 21 years let's be real now Basketball might be the most physically taxing game on your body. The top scandals this year for me was Israel and Palestine. I just learned about that conflict a few years ago. (laughs) And now I'm seeing the conflict in live 3D, high depth technology field world that we live in. Um, 
So yeah, that's pretty crazy. I think that another top scandal of the year is P. Diddy and all these scandals coming out against him. The settlement with Cassie, I don't know what the undisclosed amount was, but that's pretty crazy to see him. And, and, and I know some inside dirt on Diddy that a lot of people won't find out about. That kind of, and I might have heard that this year too. So yeah, that's pretty wild. But another, the top scandal for me, man, and it's probably because I got two little nieces is women the way the way women in wet rap are degrading themselves my booty hole brown though that's the worst lyric of my life all of this sexual i'ma do this i'ma do that i'ma do y'all do y'all know what the fuck y'all doing to people to young girls when y'all put that beat behind that shit and start dancing and acting like it's cool, that's one of the top scandals for me, man. Women, y'all gotta stop degrading yourself in this hip-hop shit, man. Have some more class about it, man. Quit being so such a sucker for the money, man. Women degrading themselves in, in general, selling pussy online just for likes and all the bad chicks that you used to be able to get on all strippers and prostitutes like my homeboy Uptown Money say. They all strippers and prostitutes. But the top hip-hop moment for me this year is just the whole hip-hop and 50 movement. All the concerts, all the shit. Cameron and Mace coming back together doing their show. Michael, everything. Freddie Gibbs, all this shit. 50 years of hip-hop just been dope as hell. The fact that I've been a part of it. I'm 45 in the 50 years of hip-hop. This shit been my whole life, so... We hip-hop niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? We hip-hop families. We hip-hop football. We hip-hop employees. We hip-hop presidents. You know what I'm saying? So, that's a 2023 year in review from the Juice Man. Connor's Corner. So, what I want to talk about now is the level of talent coming out of Metro Atlanta in high school football. So, um... Earlier in November, I went down to New Orleans Saints game when they played um, the Bears. Alvin Kamar, Josh Dobbs, Tyler Heineke, Malik Willis, Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun, uh, Just, Justin Fields. This is the name of few. Bradley Chubb, AJ Terrell, Jerry Jacobs, Justin Jones. They all over the league. South Cobb County, Metro Atlanta, Gwinnett County. They're all over the league, man. Metro Atlanta funds a lot of the SEC schools' talent bases. So I just wanted to take a minute to give a shout out to Atlanta Metro High School Football, the talent, the league. It's a pipeline, man. But another sports topic that I did want to get back around to was James Harden, man. Like, James Harden the other day was talking about he's the system, he's not a part of a system, but it's this lack of self-awareness that's killing me, man, with everybody, even in athletes, and I was talking to my little cousin Lotto about uh, a lot of things going on in the league, man, and he was telling us about how, like, this new generation of behavior and thinking and acting how it's pretty much made its way in the locker room and certain shit this this i don't know new age for me definitely is also kind of new age for him and Lonnie, he a little different he was raised around a bunch of ogs so 
he just used to calling shit out <laughs> the way he see it. So, man, I just wanted to speak a little bit about that, man. But talent level in Atlanta, man. Hey, you want your kid to get a shot? Play against some great high school talent? Man, send them to Atlanta, man. Let them play in Atlanta. Get some of these, some of this competition. They probably will fare out well. I think about it in my situation. I grew up playing ball in Metro Atlanta. And, you know, Little League ball, you know, but it was still pretty co- competitive. Some of the guys I played Little League ball went on to play D1 and stuff like that, too. But I just think it helps to make you a more well-rounded player in the long run. So, shots out to you. And shots out to you. Okay, and so for the topic of the day, we have red flags. You know, a lot of talk, men about, you know, a lot of times women talk about red flags and what they see and what they don't want to deal with, you know, funny situations that I've heard of, 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 of potential red flags. And a lot of times we overlook red flags because we see a lot of green flags, you know, red flag. It ain't going to be a, a whole bunch of them, but if, obviously if you see multiple red flags, you should get the hell out of there. But I'm just going to run down some small red flags for the fellas that, a lot of times we overlook, man, but it's a way to figure out if we about to waste our time or not. So if always the conversation, if you guys always or only find a way to talk about the stuff she like to do and where she like to go, um, the stuff she likes to eat, the stuff she likes to do, <laughs> and it's never about you, red flag, fam. If she lets you focus the conversations, the activities, everything around her, the entertainment around her, that means she wants the world to revolve around her and she wants people to revolve around her. A chick that just don't want to be in your presence is every time she come around or every time y'all link up, I want to go to a museum or I want to go to an art gallery or I want to go to a restaurant or I want to go to this or that. Run, fam. Like I say on, on, on my post, run, nigga, run. All right? She don't want to be in your presence. She just figuring out how to use you, bro, for something else. You know what I'm saying? If she feel like she can cut you off for dumb shit, you don't want to do a video call. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. And she just want to cut you off and run. Red flag. Get her out of there. First time you see that shit, cut her ass off. Reverse that shit. If they not cooperating, so let's say out the gate. You approach a young lady. You feeling them or whatever. Hey, how you doing? My name's such and such. Um, I like to stay in touch with you. Can I, can I follow you on IG? Can I get your number? If she hesitate one bit, bro, she's not cooperating. That means she's not fucking with the campaign. Run, nigga, run. They not interested, bro. They thinking of you or they figuring out a way they can use you. If they cooperate, they fucking with you. If they cooperate, they pretty much probably would have approached you and that means they inviting your, they're inviting your approach if they cooperate. If they don't cooperate, start hamming and hawing, make you ask for shit twice, get out of there. You wasting your time. And what I'm about to start trying to figure out is a way to my own version of appropriate energy to match that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to start discriminating too. So like when women start coming out with all these 
oh, I don't like this. I don't. Oh, you got kids? Yeah, you probably got kids. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, two can play that game, man. All right, I will embarrass you, and 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 it's getting to the point that it's just because of it's a lack of self awareness. So I'm trying to help people become more aware of the bullshit they own. You know, part of the issue is never when don't hardly ever treat women like they deserve when they act lame as fuck. You know, I grew up in an era where when women would just be lame and trying to do all that extra shit, a guy would embarrass them. You know what I'm saying? And and make them aware that all that ain't necessary. You know what I'm saying? Move your way, have your peace, feel how you feel, but like all that extra shit, you're not about to do that. Or I'm about to do some extra shit too. So, you know. Lame ass women, y'all about to start getting treated like y'all deserve. Y'all need to cut that shit out. Cut it out. Like my boy Grip Plyas say, rest in peace. Cut it out. Man, I want to thank you for listening to the Connors Corner Podcast. It's been a great year. It's been a fun year. I thank God for the Obama year, man. It's been my favorite thus far. Um, combination of maturity and youth um, freedom and restriction and uh, I've enjoyed the hell out of it man so I'm thankful for that I'm thankful for my listeners thankful for my family and friends I've been able to kick it with this year um, spend time with thank you mom for my birthday cake thank you for Thanksgiving um, thank my little family thank you Emma for helping me capture my pet gecko Geo he's been alive for about six weeks now i got him food and everything um thankful for my niece to teach me how to care for a gecko instead of just kill it um all that good stuff man make sure y'all make y'all 2024 one to remember man get out do the things you want to try to do love on your loved ones man you know keep it real with yourself man don't worry about the rest of the, the world man keep it real with yourself and do what makes you happy and today's quote of the day is let's build bridges not walls and that comes from none other than the great atl man dr martin luther king jr and a lot of this that i talk about between men and women man it's got a lot more to do with that quote than what you think it may you know all we do is create walls when we have this negative energy with each other males and females black and black black and white all these other nationalities i'm big into culture i'm big into learning other cultures and finding a way for us all to come together so Let's build bridges, man. Let's stop being negative and ugly with each other for no reason and distance and distant and recluses and start inviting one another. Like life was meant to be lived and shared together as a community of people. We all, none of us can do it on our own. So um, that's my quote of the day. You know, when I read through some, Dr. Martin Luther King spoke to me, man. And that just kind of ties into the overall theme about what I'm about. Like, you know, connecting dots, building bridges, and making things stronger. So. Thank you for listening to another podcast. We'll be back in January. And uh, be happy, be healthy, be hopeful, and be helpful. All right? I love you and God do too. We out of here. Cheers.